0: Hello, this is Mary Lindo. I am so pleased that you are joining me for this week's teaching podcast. This podcast is prayerfully created each week with the intention of giving you a time of resting in the Lord and for allowing Him to speak into your life through three to five minute messages and prophetic impressions and insights. Each message is meant to assist you in cultivating your love for the Word of God. Combined with the power of His Holy Spirit confirming His words over your life Gather your Bible and a cup of coffee or tea and take a few minutes each week to sit back and allow the peace of God to wash over you As you enjoy soft background music that inspires a restful time of worship and tender moments with the Father Son and Holy Spirit and Now let's begin This week's podcast. Today's podcast is titled The Church That God Can Name as His New Vessel. You know, there are many things going on in the midst of God's people. And yet, significantly, there are two things that we need to speak about. One is a movement which is organized by man. And in this realm, we find the organized church system with their planned programs, their teachings and sacraments. The other is a movement of people coming into a frustration with those organized systems and coming out of those established order of things. So many churches have gone through pain and devastation because of uprising in her ranks. Church leaders and members separate. Their unresolved issues and wounds infect others around them. And with their tongues and pen and emails and Facebook postings, their resentment and bitterness spread in uncontrollable proportions. Christians in other churches receive the bad report. They don't even know the people involved, but because they have inclined their ears to hear them, the report poisons them like toxic waste in their souls. If unchecked, this becomes a hideous malignant cancer cell, eventually damaging their mind and attitude towards churches or Christians. But the most sorrowful part is to see these believers drifting without any type of solid anchor to hold themselves steady and that becomes another thing in itself. You see, the enemy quickly moves to make them into another established, independent group away from God's original thought and purpose. The age-old serpent, the ultimate enemy of our souls, has not lost the art of deception even after centuries. He, even now, can cause God's people, including the sincere ones, to miss the mark. I believe that this touches the greatest widespread problem in Western churches. The consumer culture has invaded the church. Pastors and people are not united for better or for worse, but just like it is practiced and encouraged in secular commercial organizations these days until the pastor fails to perform. And performance is compared even though unconsciously most of the time with film and television performances. Churchgoers in Western countries watch between 15 to 20 hours of television a week, and up to 100 hours are spent on mobile phone and social networks, and then they come to church. They bring with them expectations of the pastor as preacher, pastor as counselor, pastor as comedian, and all-around nice guy, which are in all roles for 99% of the pastors unreasonable and totally impossible to ever fulfill. Pastors are being asked to be a one-man, one-woman, three-ring circus act and need to jump through hoops of fire, be shot out of cannons, and get into a cage filled with lions and tame them in order to somehow wow the people, to convince them that they have a desire for them to stick around long enough to learn the basics of a godly life. The consumer culture we all now live in and sadly embrace is less about serving one another or encouraging one another or having patience with one another. It is much more interested with getting top dollar value for tithes and time or I pay, you pray. Today things have degenerated into vagueness, irrelevancy and uncertainty. The real meaning of what God's purpose in his people really is meant to passionately reflect is missing. Things that are now being said and done do not mean what they did mean originally in his word. So many spiritual and scriptural terms are put into motion, but they are not in the same dimension and point of view, which are in the divine plan. The tragedy is that so many well-meaning believers have gone on with the outward appearance of searching for the will of the Lord, and they fail to see that the power of His radiant life is missing. Well, the Apostle Paul warned us in his letter to Timothy about this. This know also in the last days perilous times shall come, having the form of godliness, true religion, but denying the power thereof. You know, my heart is really sad to see things as they are around us. Everything is falling short of its original design. There is so much labor and muster being pumped out there and is being poured into the church machine more than any time in the history of God's people. Yet the toil is ending in heartbreaking disappointment. Nothing is fully and finally getting through to the end. It's all stopping at some place. Is that not what we read in the past moves of restoration or reformation? They all stopped somewhere. Beloved, there is something that is missing and eluding. There is something that is absent which hinders the ultimate issue. Is there anyone who asks, Lord, why is this thing happening? Sadly, the majority is going on in their frenzy to find a place where they can dictate on their terms just how they have decided to serve Him. Saints, only those devoted to humility and honor can be saved from this deadly poison that lulls those longing to be entertained and pampered into apathy and spiritual paralysis. God's truly devoted people in this hour should seek Him and that which is upon his heart. What the Lord is doing in this hour is so different, and we should be sensitive to him. He is looking for his new vessel in which the power of resurrection may freely work. The Apostle Paul said, according to the power that works in us, which is Ephesians 3.20, these vessels will have to be men and women who have seen. They shall be like a voice in the wilderness. It is becoming more and more clear that God must do a fresh thing among his people. And that fresh thing is that he is drawing them to seek the Lord himself and his manifested presence. The psalmist said, When you said, O Lord, seek my face, my heart said unto you, Your face, Lord, will I seek. Will you set your face to seek him? Oh, that God may find his Davids in this crucial hour that will set their faces towards him at the command of his voice. Let's pray together. Oh, Heavenly Father, the world is in a tailspin. It is upside down and it is being shaken on every corner. Father, we realize that At many times we have chosen a path that is the path of least resistance and easy or at times the path to dictate and to rule over others in order to gain control over what we think you want. And Lord, we come to you together right now and we ask you to create in us a clean heart. Do a new thing. Father, clean the vessels that we are. Wash them and make them fresh. Cast us not away from your presence, O Lord. We are weary of the competition and the showmanship. And we ask that you would come in such divine presence and such divine conviction, come into many believers' bodies, their churches, their homes, and that you would begin to move them to a place of repentance through the conviction of your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray for those listening to this today or tonight, that they would open their hearts and be willing to allow you to bring conviction in the areas where they have become either harsh and controlling and judgmental or where they have become passive and just want a good show. Father, we want the genuine, we want the real. Father, we want the presence of your glory in our lives. And Lord, with that presence, others will be drawn to you because you are lifted up instead of man lifting up their agendas. I bless you, Father. I worship you. We worship you together in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope that this message spoke to you today. I know that it's very convicting to me. And I'm asking you to consider going to www.marylindo.com where you can find the links to additional podcasts and teachings. And these are for no charge. I ask that you would lift my heart up in prayer as I continue to obey the Lord and share the things that He puts on my heart. Have a good day and God bless you. Goodbye for now.